I'm Ramey. And I'm Beth. Welcome to Brother Knows Quest, the podcast where I, your host, introduce my sister to the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. Beth, do you remember what we were going to talk about this week? The Appalachian one? Holler, an Appalachian apocalypse for Savage Worlds. We kind of covered Savage Worlds last week. It was a rough one. It's nothing but a book of rules and... It's kind of hard to cover just a book of rules without reading the rules. But this week, with Holler, it's got a setting. Holler is a role-playing game of adventure, rebellion, fairy tale, and gothic horror in Appalachia. Kind of covers all that. What has happened is the corporations, the mining companies, and all the other big corps that people work for in the Holler have done something to cause a mist to form around. It's kind of like pollution. So Appalachia is cut off from the rest of the world. They burn coal. Well, yeah, but it's more fanciful than that. Yeah. So they've, they've got this mist that's cut off the rest of the world from Appalachia, and what happened then, they call it the Blight. You can't pass through it. The big boys, as they, they call it. They call it the Blight. Yeah, everybody... But Blight is a disease for plants. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a pollution, like okay. I said, but it's magical in a way. And what has happened is the big boys, which is what they call these companies now, have just continued going on like nothing's wrong. They, they act like they're in control of everything, when in fact, they're trying just as hard to kind of get their way out but you ain't supposed to know that as a player. They don't know what happened, really, I don't think. But you are not playing as any of those guys. The GM is called the Shift Boss, I believe. You, as a player, though, are playing as things like Miners, Moonshiners, Granny Woman, or Granny Women. Granny Women. Yes. Granny Women, Holy Rollers. Holy Rollers. You can guess kind of where people fall and, into. Uh, and there's a, Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, it was made by people who are close to Appalachia. They didn't just have some outsiders create this game to make it seem <laughs> insulting to us, you know. Uh, there was a lot of input, and so, yeah, I don't really take no offense to anything in this. Well, it sounds right. Yeah. The interesting creatures that come from this new blight are things like um, Mothman, Sheep Squatch, and, of course, you have the, the big boys themselves. You know, you get that. There's also Fae, who somehow... In their little sections of the woods, don't get affected by the blight. It's like the fake queens. They're like, no, thank you. We don't know that. Queen Mab. Uh, I like her if you listen to the, read the Dresden Files or listen to the Dresden Files. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the fake queens. But as a player character, you're going to try to be a resistance against the big boys. You want to put them down because you kind of think they're in charge of all this whole mess. They act like well, they aren't are. They? they act like they are, but they're trying to get out too. Ah. One of the big boys may actually know what's going on, but most of them, from what I gather, do not. Oh, okay. You're part of the resistance. I believe they build a coalition. A bunch of humble workers, mountain men, and stuff like that, too. Oh, and cultists. <laughs> you could have cultists. And they all try to take up the uh, strange creatures and the big boys. It's really not a fair fight because the big boys are called the big boys. They have all the resources. Pretty much their money is what runs the towns. It is company yeah. money. It ain't even real money. It's company script. It's not even real money. No, no, no. They had to ban this in America these days. But you get company money to spend at the company store, and you make company money when you work. But now you're stuck in this little ecosystem they oh, built for you. Okay. So either you work for them and have money, or you have nothing. Getting fired was like losing everything you own, not just getting fired. Yeah, it sounds like it. Because you lived in company housing, on company land. They had to crack down on it in real life. But this is an alternate reality where that thing didn't happen. The locale, or quite uh, Appalachian. You got Corn Cob Gap, Cussfoot Fins, Ghost Ridge Mountains, Great Craig Mountains, the Fayfall, I can imagine what would be there, Hogback Hills, Piney Dirge Plateau, 
<laughs> Sootstone Mountains and Stygian Mountains. Yeah. It's uh, one of the locations. The last one on the list here is the Stygian Mountains. I have the box set for this. And if you get this, you should get the box set. It comes with all the tokens and the characters, the extra books, all that. I pre-ordered it before it ever came out. And I, I love the whole setup. It comes with bennies. Remember I told you about bennies? You can give them to get yeah. rid of stuff in the last game. It comes with the, the benny tokens, but they are like poker chips. Any Savage World box set you get will come in the form of poker chips. Yeah. Bennies. But they're usually themed to whatever box set you get. Like the hollow one is got the holler themed stuff in it. Creepy stuff like that. Um, what is a sheep squatch? See, I'm not sure. Because I've never heard of that. I'm not sure. Is I, that something that's just in the book, or is that just something I, that we've I don't, never think, heard about? Well, <laughs> now, to be fair, it does say here, uh, demons of every description lurk in the forest. Mutant cryptids haunt villages with their strange cries and appetites. So I'm guessing this is a mutant cryptid. We know what a cryptid is. Okay. And it's a mutant version of that. Okay. Of a Sasquatch. So it's a, a sheep and a Sasquatch. I, that's pretty much been hit with radiation. I sometimes wonder, you know, um, the chupacabra, goat skip, goat stealer, goat eater? Yeah. Okay, I'm wondering if it's not our version of a mixed match between that and Sasquatch now. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. The sheep squash. Or the squishes sheep. I think I've heard of something eating sheep and goats, but I mean, it's I don't a chupacabra. But no, you get all the cool classes to play as, kind of classes. The granny women. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing as one of those. You know, just... <laughs> just gonna be wild. What is a granny woman? You know, do? like how a, do you play as a granny woman? Because I just see him on a front porch, like an old man, <laughs> saying "Get off my lawn" and throwing things at people. Well, yeah, but they're also more like natural healers in a way. Mm. Um, can do some weird things with the things you find in the woods. I'm also thinking about Granny off of the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, something like her, but think <laughs> of more myst- mystical. <laughs> there is a bunch of odd ones. I mean, Holy Roller, too. Like, you, you can guess what the Holy Roller does. Yeah. Moonshiners. Yeah. Miners. Uh, most of your life, I'd imagine you worked for the big boys. Yeah. Everybody here has some connection to the big boys, other than the fact that they've been cut off from the rest of the world because of them. From the Kickstarter, here's what you got when it comes to the people who you'll be playing as. Miners, Granny Women, Gurges, Moonshiners, Bluegrass Pickers, and Holy Rollers. Okay. Yes. Here's some sample characters. A Grieved Mother... Bluegrass Musician, Curious Youth, Cougar, Granny Women, <laughs> Hellraiser, Holy Roller, Linthead, Linthead's work in the textile mills, that makes sense, okay, Logger, we know what that is, Miner, Minister, Moonshiner, Mountaineer, the rogue individuals who'd rather die than work in a mill, No Account, Can't Seem to Get Things Right, Folks Deem Them Allergic to Work or Lazy, okay, there's a Peddler, you know, kind of just sales things, I'm guessing. Rabble Rouser, the kind of person that stands on a soapbox and starts causing trouble. Uh, a rake or Jezebel. Okay. <laughs> and a seer. A tinkerer. And that's that's the sample characters they give. Huh. I would like to play as probably, like I said, the granny woman, just to be fun. The mountaineer could be cool, I guess. Maybe the cougar would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> or a holy roller, even. Can you imagine just playing as one of the really Southern Baptist preachers we've heard of and seen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Oh, just uh, all of let these them characters. Have it. I fire. feel like in their own ways could be very interesting. <laughs> the fire and brimstone for everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Fae won't know what come for them. <laughs> I wouldn't want to play as a logger. Too much, you know, logging in my life as it is already. Don't want to deal with that. I don't like sawmills. And I'd never heard of a linthead until this. 
L-I-N-T-H-E-A-D. I don't know what that is. Is it a lint head or lint head? L-I-N-T-H-E-A-D. I think it would be lint. Okay, I've never heard of a lint head. Like I said, they work in textile mills. And all these people are going to have to find a reason, other than the fact they've been cut off from the outside world and tormented by weird creatures, to hate the big boys. I would run this game if I could find enough players. Mm-hmm. And these are just sample characters, because you can still, like Savage Worlds, you can build your own. Yeah. None of these are set in stone. You build your own with the edges and the hindrances and the different skill sets that you had your dice to add your points to in character creation. I could see making a bunch of good characters. I don't know how long they would live, but I could see making some good ones. I, I- want to be a Jezebel. I figured. From the Ghost Ridge Mountains. Yeah, that would be fun. I could see that. This is by far probably the one you've got the most interest in of games I've got, I would say. Yeah. There's one or two things in it that would take some getting used to. Different way the game plays a little bit. You roll individual dice with different numbers on them compared to rolling a d20 and adding a modifier. Oh. But that's about it. Every player character in this is human. They receive one free starter edge during character creation, and the rest you have to pay for with by taking hindrances and such. Mm-hmm. You will need the Savage Worlds core rulebook to play this. Okay. And this book, of course, to add the setting to that core rulebook. Um, every player character has, yes, all the hindrances from Savage Worlds are available except poverty. All hollow residents suffer this affliction. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, but now you see how Savage Worlds works. They just take a setting and plop it in the rules. Yeah. Yeah, and how Savage Worlds Company makes their money is by, if it's a good enough product that you make, they will help you distribute it on their website, and they have good support for everything. You get to go through Pinnacle Entertainment Group. And it's a pretty, from what I've heard, I'm not an expert in this, everybody seems to enjoy working at Pinnacle. Well, that's good. Um, I've not heard any complaints from people who've had a rough time. I have also seen, uh, there's another company called uh, Monica Games. It makes a cipher system, and people like to work with them as well. We've talked about making a game. This would be one of the set, not the settings, but one of the systems we would consider using. Yeah. And it's very versatile because you could just plop in whatever you want and flavor their rules however you like. Yeah. It's it's very simple. The setting is really the hardest part. Yeah. When I say world building to you, I mean, you the know. Whole the whole world. The world, yeah. Yeah. You don't have that's... to focus on the minutia. Or you could come up with stories and someone else come up with the world around them. That's yeah feasible. A holler also has some new hindrances in the book. We didn't go over the original hindrances, so I ain't going to bother getting into that. They do have a section here talking about Appalachian accents and dialogue. It, I mean, it gets you into the character headspace for someone who's not familiar with it. <laughs> we um, are familiar with I'm it. <laughs> I have trouble keeping that accent from coming out. Yes. There is combat edges, like Cougar here. I see Cougar, Minor. These are like your some of the extra picks you could have to change your character up more. The things I read off earlier, the the sample characters, they are in the combat edges section. Or no, professional edges, sorry. Uh, Well, no, Cougar, oddly enough, is in the combat edges section. (laughs) But the professional edges are miners picking and grinning. It is a professional edge that when you play your instrument, I'm guessing, it gets people's feet to moving. It's just what you do. It's kind of like a board. Dancing? Yes. Happy feet. Faith Hiller is also in the professional ages. Um, Sooth Saver is uh, basically Galgary. You can see a little bit into the future or what's happening. I've always heard Soothsayer, which is why I had difficulty saying Sooth Saver. There's a V. Oh, okay. And you work on the barter, barter system in the game. It's the Appalachian of back when they built the Barter Theater in Abingdon. It's that kind of Appalachia, you know, yeah. uh, barter system. And, you know... 
because the money it all comes from the big boys who would want to use it. No, I wouldn't. Yes. It does have a huge section on hauler gear and the barter stuff that it would go, you know, you could barter back and forth. I do see dynamite in this list. What would a mine be without dynamite? Then there's a whole section on life in the hauler. Um, I do see an image here of a woman levitating with two with a bunch of snakes around her. I believe it is a take on the snake handling churches that we have in the area. We have snake handling churches. Yes, there's some over near Grundy. Mm-hmm. Or there was when I was young. I don't know if there still are. There's a whole section on all the different areas. locale. Um, you have magic and arcane backgrounds, of course. The blessed, which shows an image. It tells you how to play those who are blessed and playing the blessed. Some religious folks, particularly holy rollers, have uh, cultivated such strong connection to the Lord, they believe they are among the chosen or exalted, and their faith becomes a conduit for divine power. And it does show the woman here wrapped in a snake in a somewhat mystical way. Then you got folk magic. Those who practice folk magic are witches, mountain men, wily old hermits, and some faith healers, most commonly granny women. This is not conjuration or sorcery, but rather herbal knowledge and natural practices passed down from generations. Granny women are not always old, of course. They could be young. They just are the people who know the knowledge of their ancestor passed down and the healings and all that. You could be a okay. granny woman of the town and just be the healer for the town. But not be old. Yeah. So. And the moonshiner, which apparently is magic in this world. Moonshiners in the holler are a special breed. They create unique connections that will go well beyond the offerings at your neighborhood speakeasy. I don't believe they are. Yeah, no, they have the arcane edge, so they are arcane. Not all shine is best when drunk. However, some creations are made to be thrown. Molotovs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think you could take them as an alchemist in this game. Them and the granny women are like two different forms of witchery and alchemist, I'm thinking. Uh And it gives you the whole list of powers that the Moonshiner has. Brews that are thrown, brews that are consumed. And I'm sure they could do other things than just make you drunk and burn. And then it goes into a section of the Blight. Blight is corruption. You tend to die, you stay in the Blight too long. So you can't really get through it to get out. That's pretty important, you know? Yeah. Uh, The Demon Shakes. Sphere reactions to Blight cause sudden tremors and violent convulsions. The Blight doesn't just pollute the body, it corrupts the soul. Okay, so pretty much it messes with your brain and turns you mad. The otherness. It's what they call the veil that secludes the holler from the rest of the world, but the blight kind of comes from that otherness. Pushing through the otherness. If you want to try to get out, you have to roll on an effect table. Like, number one is, a wonder disappears into the others, never to be seen again. And number six, if you roll a six, the traveler sees a fleeting glimpse of the city through the fog, a place of excess and awe, and then is pulled back into the holler. That's nice. They have exorcism in the game. Demons, haints, and evil spirits abound in the holler. You need exorcist. Probably the Holy Roller's uh, job. Yeah. And then it goes into the history. Legends of the big boys, the sealing office, what they call the big incident whenever they got sealed off. Uh, the big boys use intimidation and oppression tactics. Think of hiring the Pinkertons to stop steel workers from unionizing kind of thing. Mm. It has a whole section on the company credit, the company school, the company church. Well, no wonder nobody likes them. They're in control of everything. The big boys aren't the only association of like-minded folks. And the freedom fighters aren't the only dissidents in the holler. Several cabals exist. You have boys from County Hale. These boys, these folks really, ride around on the best horses they can find. And a couple even weird little scooters that put put along, likely stolen from requisition yards from the big boys, I'm guessing. They just want to live free. Then you have the circle of devils. They are deal makers and such. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just people, you know. The fellowship of miners, the wardens. Then you have the midsummer children. Can you guess what they are? Hippies. You got it right. The book describes them as, These carefree tree huggers run loose and often naked. 
save for garlands of wildflowers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a um, There's another group that you could run into. They have grouped together the cryptids, haints, demons, and fae. You get the cryptids. We know what those are. Haints. Uh, they've always existed, existed here. It's just all this has kind of made it more noticeable. And the fae. They're mythical bees from the old world who have taken up and, uh, in my opinion, would end up running this place given enough time in there. Mm. But yeah, there's a whole section in the book about, uh, it's a gazetteer. It's this section of the gazetteer. They cover odds and ends. In the gazetteer section, they cover smaller sections like Corncob Gap in the other section. But there is some other parts you didn't mention earlier, like a meat yards, taxidermy shop, Galax. There's a Galax. That's why I thought it said Galax. We know, I know of a Galax. This says Galax. My bad. And it has the fey ways, you know, like the queens of fairy can zip you along with their little fairy robes in the magic realm to get you places quicker if you're on close good terms. If you find yourself on those by accident, you best find your way back off quickly. Just saying. Don't trust the fey unless you already had a deal. <laughs> a okay. really well-worded deal. But knowing all this odd stuff, would you play this game? Yes. Okay. What would you play as? I, like I said, I want to be the Jezebel. Okay. Well. And I would like to start off in the Ghost Ridge Mountains, or at least work my way there, because it sounds interesting. Uh, I figured you would go to the hippie spot. Well, I being guess a Jezebel, it would make sense <laughs> being if a Jezebel, you're running around nudity, naked. <laughs> yeah. Being a Jezebel, nudity just makes good sense. Uh, uh, but the granny does sound interesting as well. I like the granny. I feel like you could make a very good character. Uh, yeah. I would basically make... Moonshiner our, as well. Moonshiner, perhaps. I, I have a couple... I have an aunt. I would like... I think I could turn into a granny. Uh, a great aunt. I think I could turn Aunt Pinky into a granny. She was a nurse, and she did have something of an attitude. Yeah, she had a big <laughs> attitude. So Beth gave us a recommendation. She said she would play it, which is high praise from her, because it's hard to get her to play anything, clearly. <laughs> I've tried D&D and one other game, which is a failed Fallout conversion from the Fate system. She rad roaches. She remembers immediately. The ra- rad, rad roaches. Rad roaches. Got me. She was. It was infuriating. They didn't actually kill her, but she couldn't hit them back of her simple baton. She kept swinging <laughs> and missing. But let's go on and say uh, we do have another podcast called Horrific History and Hauntings. I'll put the link in the description of this episode. And if you want to listen to that, we cover a variety of things. Beth, what do we cover? The first one was Pavelia Island. And the second one, if anybody decides to listen after that, I apologize for the Bell Witch episode. I promise to do better with the others. She had a drink before we started. And it will not happen again, because that turned out so bad. We won't do that part again. (laughs) Pretty much, I go through not only hauntings, but different tragic events, I guess you could say. I'll go through and talk about those And um, the episode I'm going to be recording today is about last words. And I was going to try to put unfortunate deaths in there as well, but that didn't turn out because the last words part just started to be way too long. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to do that one some other time. But also there's going to be some true crime thrown in there as well. So yeah, exactly what the name says, horrific history. And I would definitely suggest you listen to the Pavelia one, because that one turned out well. The Bell Witch one did not. (laughs) Also, I have a podcast with my friend Dakota. It's called Leveling Duo. I'll put the link in the description as well. And we talk about our favorite video games, the ones that not just got us hooked, but we keep going back to. That was the first episode. And from now on, we're just going to be covering individual games in each episode. He'll do an episode about the game, one game he really likes. I'll do an episode about the game I really like. 
And from, not just from our childhood, but on to now. I am going to be a guest on that yeah, as she, well. Bringing up the Sims, because me and him aren't big Sims people, but she is. I have a Sim addiction. <laughs> yeah, but I hope you've enjoyed this. This has been Brother Knows Quest. I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. We hope you join us again next time.